Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs, vision impact partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm excited about your future. Yes, did you hear me this morning? I said I'm excited about your future. That's why I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. I'm being restored. I'm being restored. Please share this message. This is for those of us that have been through a season of loss. Wow. Yeah. Would you write this down, please? Loss is the seed for restoration. Loss is always the seed for restoration. When you go through many of the stories that impact, influence, and inspire you, they are always peppered with experiences of people that have lost something. See, what you do not protect, you do not value. And oftentimes what many of us think is when we are going through or when we have or when we are, especially when we are going through seasons of loss, we actually think we're being punished. I know. You're not being punished. You're being propelled. That's good. You're being propelled from a place of loss into a place of restoration. But there can be no restoration without a season of loss. If you look at it, oftentimes what happens is we look at loss as if we are wrong. Maybe God is punishing me. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I don't have enough courage. Maybe I'm too fearful. Maybe this and maybe that. And we're speaking and thinking from a position of weakness and lack versus that of strength and courage because we have to then find reasons for why things are, lo- uh, why, why things are leaving and it feels like we're losing. I have never seen a championship team that hasn't taken a loss. I've never seen a championship team that has gone back to back without having seasons of lack, seasons of loss. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite stories to reflect on is that of Job. When Job had all of these things, he had all of all the stuff that you can imagine and and he wasn't given these things. He worked for them. Right. He went out there and paid the price for them. I mean, he he went and sacrificed for them. And he had the homes. He had the chattel. He had the, 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 the beautiful family. And not because he did anything wrong. He went through a season where God allowed Satan to take those things away from him. Not because he lied to anybody. Not because he stole from anyone, not because he, 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 he manipulated people, but because he was doing right. And as the story goes, the enemy tells God, listen, the only reason why Job is loyal to you is because you've allowed him to have such a, 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 a fulfilling life. The only reason why Job is loyal to you is because he has all this stuff. The only reason why Job is loyal to you because you gave him a, a fulfilling marriage. Baby, you can't counsel nobody on marriage until you've almost lost yours. Ooh, wait, that's good. You, can't, you cannot counsel, convince, <laughs> or speak into anybody's <laughs> life about anything you have not lost 
or felt like you were losing. Because mm. you can't understand their perspective. And away with you saints that always want to throw scriptures at people and you ain't listening to them. You haven't wow. been through what they've been through. You haven't experienced what they've experienced. So you're just talking. You ain't walking. Uh -oh. And so God says, okay, I like the offer you've given. You can take all the stuff. You can take all the stuff that Job has, but you cannot touch his life. You can't take his life. You take everything, but you can't take his life. And here's what happens in a season of loss. In a season of life, in a season of loss, you're tested in different areas. Mm -hmm. You're tested, listen, in the area of finances. Yeah, that money, you start losing money. It's tight. Yeah, things are tight. And they're right. <laughs> you think things are tight. I mean, you start, your deals are not closing. You know, maybe you go through and experience a layoff. Maybe you're wrongfully terminated. And I've been there. I've been through layoffs. I've been wrongfully terminated. Maybe the business starts to implode. We've been through that. Maybe things start to fall apart. And I've learned, ladies and gentlemen, oftentimes when, when good things are falling apart, it's really so great things can fall into place. So, true. so you experience loss in your finances. You experience loss in your friendships, relationships, mm -hmm. people that you've been ace boon coon with. They've been down or you've been down for them. And now you find out, oh, you up on them now. Mm -hmm. The same people, listen to me, that celebrated you in one season oftentimes will be the same ones that sabotage you in the next. There's nothing like a dose of reality to a friendship when somebody decides to step out and move on and the other friend doesn't have the courage to change. Mm. We begin to grow apart. And so you become tested in friendship. See, mm -hmm. your friendships, your relationships are tested not when you're at the peak, not when you're no. at the top. Your no. friendships are tested when you're in the valley. That's right. When when the when the friend has the leverage, when the friend has the upper hand, how are you going to use your leverage? How do they use their, their upper hand in the relationship? Do they use it for you or do they use it against you? I begin to see who I can count on and who I need to count out during the season of loss. So you taste, you're tested in your finances, you're taste, tested in your relationships, which includes friends and family and yes. those connected to you, and then you're, you're tested, watch this, in your fitness, mm -hmm. <laughs> your body, your health. You. You, you, you start, I mean, you start going and have to have surgeries, and you're like, oh my gosh, Job is on his deathbed. I mean, there's nothing like being attacked in your body. All of a sudden, you, you were working out, four or five days a week. All of a sudden, things were going right, and then now you can't get out to bed, or, man, you can't get rid of this cold, or, man, it seems like this thing is trying to take you out and pull you down. You're tested in your body. Oh, you may lose, you may have to lose some sleep. You, you may have to lose something. But here's the beautiful thing about loss. It's the seed for restoration. That's right. God allowed the enemy to, to remove and let him lose, let Job lose so much because he said, I'm willing to test him. See, a faith that has not been tested is one that cannot be trusted. 
A man that has not been tested is a man that cannot be trusted. He says, I'm willing to let him go through the test because it is the test that proves I'm ready to pass. It's the test that proves you're ready to pass. If you don't pass the test, you repeat the class. And so many of us are repeating the classes of loss because we won't hold firm to our convictions. There are things that I will not compromise on no matter what's in the account. There are things that I won't compromise on no matter who's leaving. There are things that I won't compromise on no matter what I'm going through physically in my body because I'm willing to pass the test. I'm being restored. And this is a message for those of us that have gone through and experienced these seasons or this season of loss. He will restore you. Uh, he will restore you just like he restored Job. You know, it got to the crux in the story where even Job's wife told him, Job, curse God and die. I mean, it could get so dark in the season of loss where we've got to literally pump sunshine into you. It starts showing on your face. I mean, you start wearing the stress of it all. It's gnawing at you. You're dealing with it. You don't look the same. You don't sound the same. You don't feel the same. The things that would normally happen on a daily basis, they normally have. We can't even recognize you through the season of loss. And it can become so bad where the people connected to you say, baby, forget the business, go get a job. <laughs> the people connected to you say, forget that, forget that relationship. I know they're fake and phony, but at least they're there. You can get to the place where you say, I know I can't trust him. I know she doesn't mean well for me, but man, I don't want to be lonely through the season of loss. I'll hold on to plastic, phony people, even though I know iron sharpens iron. I don't have any iron around me, but having something plastic next to me is better than having nothing at all and you begin to compromise on this because you have a fear of being alone and maybe you have somebody in your ear saying curse God and die Wow. and Job because of his conviction yeah. because of his trust because of his belief says um, though he slay me Yet will I trust him. Meaning, meaning, let me let me contemporize the text. Meaning, in spite of whatever I lose, right. I will I'm willing to die in a season of loss than to compromise for a season of gain. Mm -hmm. I will not compromise my integrity, I will not compromise my soul mm -hmm. for a temporary win. That's good. And just like that, mm -hmm. when he had gone through the testing period, he started to get double for everything he lost. Can I say this to you before we pass the mic? You're about to get double. Double for your shame. Double for the setback. Double for the lies. Mm -hmm. Double for the castigation. Double for the ostracizing. Double for the pit experience. Double for the removal. Double for the sabotage. Double for the, the temptation. Double for the, the trouble. Double for everything you've had to lose. Not because you did wrong, but because you stood for what's right. You're about to get double. And you ought to declare right where you are. You ought to post right where you are. You ought to comment right where you are. I am being restored. 
That's powerful. Listen, you have what you say. Yes. You have what you say. When you look up the word restoration in the dictionary, this is what it says. The action of returning something to a former owner, place, or condition. The process of repairing or renovating Mm. a building, work of art, vehicle, or you. Mm. Okay? That applies to us. So as to restore it to its original condition. Mm Mm-hmm. The reinstatement of a previous practice, right, custom, or situation. So you got restoration, you got reinstatement, you have repairing, uh, returning. Mm -hmm. That means it's all coming back. Yes. Everything that you lost is coming back. Hmm. And then the Bible tells us uh, in Isaiah 61 and 7, instead of your shame, you should have double honor. Wow. And instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. And so, therefore, in their land, they shall possess double and everlasting joy shall be theirs. Wow. So there's everlasting joy in your future. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, when you, when you lose something, I'm not talking about something that, you know, um, you invested and you wait on the return. That's different. That's an yeah. investment. But when something is wrongfully taken from you, wow. when you lose something, mm-hmm. that is a sign that double is coming. That's right. But there is also a season mm. of waiting for that to come. Whereas in that season, based on where you are mentally and emotionally yeah. and the nature of the loss, mm-hmm. you are weak yeah. and you are vulnerable. Yeah. And at that point in time, you are prime picking for the enemy. Oh, my gosh. The enemy in the spirit uses people in the natural. Mm-hmm. You'll have people in your ear telling you, you know, negative things about what you lost. They, because, you know, they haven't been there, so they don't understand what it's like to lose that particular thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So so it's a, it's a different kind of pain. You talk to people who's lost, who, who have lost children. Mm. I can't relate to that mm-hmm. pain. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know because thank God we have our daughter still. So, you know, that's a different kind of pain or even those who have lost their parents. I still mm-hmm. have both of mine. Mm-hmm. So I don't know the extent of that pain. Right. So I can't, I don't have anything to say in regards to that other than, you know, I pray that God comforts you. Yeah. But there are people <clears throat> who, who party, you mm-hmm. know, when you are in pain, yeah. who, who rejoice, who are excited about, about your setback. Yes. And you got to pay attention to what, how mm-hmm. people act and react when you're going through something. Yeah. So many times we have people that say they're for us. Yeah. But as soon as we go through something, they disappear. Mm-hmm. Now, I like to look at that in two different ways. Sometimes those, those people, um, they're not equipped to handle it. Sure. They don't know what to say. Right. And so out of their own immaturity, they disappear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, don't charge it to their head, not their heart. Yeah. But then there are some people like, oh, I can't get what I used to get. I got to go. Those people, you got to just leave them right way on over there where they are. Yeah. But those kind of people aren't a loss. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That's a blessing. That is true. That's a blessing when Mm -hmm. those kind of people are uh, exposed into your life. Because here's the deal. During that time where you lost something and you're waiting to be restored, Mm -hmm. the enemy gets very busy. There's isolation that kicks in. And here's the deal. The enemy only has the power of suggestion. Right. That little thing you heard in your ear telling you you're not good enough, you're too this, you're too that, uh, you're not capable, mm-hmm. nobody loves you, your life isn't worth living. I mean, recently there was a pastor who committed suicide. Right. And the Sunday before, I believe it was the Sunday before, but I know there was a sermon the week or so before he committed suicide, he preached on depression. Wow. Wow. 
And that's what he did. It was a cry for help. Yeah. And so many times, a lot of us, especially those of us in you know in leadership positions and stuff, mm-hmm. you 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 put on because you want to support and uplift the people. But a lot of times, you're hurting yourself. That's right. Because you've experienced so much loss. Right. And so you don't maybe you don't know how <laughs> to mm-hmm. reach out to people. You don't know how to raise your voice. Right. You, that waiting period before your restoration for you is too long. Mm-hmm. You're like, Lord, I need it to happen yesterday. Why is it taking so long? Mm-hmm. So you, you never know where a person is in their process and in their journey. So you got to pay close, close attention to that. Mm-hmm. But for those of you who are in that place, I want you to be encouraged. Yeah. Because like he said, loss is the seed for restoration. It so is. if you have, that's the word, that's the principle. Mm-hmm. Principles are laws. Mm-hmm. They're not subject to emotion or condition. It doesn't matter how you feel about gravity. You jump off a building, baby girl, baby boy, you're going to hit the ground. Definitely. You understand? <laughs> you can't fight gravity. I don't care how many degrees you have, Mm -hmm. how much money you have, Mm -hmm. what kind of house you live in, what kind of car you drive, who you connected to. None of that matters. Gravity is what it is. You cannot fight it. And so um, there are certain things that you're going to have to learn to work your way through. And so principles are there to help guide you through that. So what we're telling you about loss being a seed for restoration that is a principle. That is a law. It doesn't matter how the enemy feels about that. Mm-hmm. When he takes from you, God is going to make sure that you get double from what he took. Yeah. Here's the deal. You was talking about Job. Yep. The thing about Job is Job also had to participate in that process. You can't yeah. just sit idle and just sulk in your depression. You're going to have to do something. That's right. The Bible says in Job 42 and 10 that the Lord restored the fortunes of Job mm-hmm. when he prayed for his friends. Wow. And the Lord gave him twice as much as he had before. Mm. Mm-hmm. When he prayed for his friends, mm-hmm. the people that talked about him, mm. the people that told him, you know, you crazy. I don't know if you know what you're doing, right. what's going on. <laughs> those people. See, that's a true test of character right there. Can you speak? Can you pray for the people who participated in your loss? Mm-mm. Because that's a key component to the formula of your restoration. Very much so. And that's the hardest thing for us to do. Yeah. It's the hard thing for you to think highly and speak positively of your oppressor. Yeah. Because of the oppression and the pain from it. Yes. But I want you to understand something. God is with you no matter what. No matter what. Jeremiah 30 and 17 tells us, For I will restore health to you, mm-hmm. and I will heal you of your wounds. Wow. Because they called you an outcast saying, this is Zion. No one seeks her because they talked about you. Yeah, yeah. They talked about what you, well, her business failed. She don't know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She She's not a real entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, he cheated. So the marriage ended. He right. don't know anything about being a man or right. a husband. But he will restore all of those things. Definitely. You have to be, I know it's difficult to be excited mm-hmm. when opposition shows up. But I get excited. Yeah. Like my husband to tell you, if somebody is attacking us mm-hmm. and our character and our mm-hmm. business or mm-hmm. whatever, I get excited. Yeah. Because that means, here's the deal, an attack is proof that the enemy is confident in your ability to succeed. Yep. 
An attack is proof that the enemy is confident in your ability to succeed. So I know that if my enemy is confident in my ability to succeed, then that means I got a tremendous amount of influence. That's right. I got a tremendous amount of power. And I got a lot working in my favor Mm -hmm. because they are fighting it to try and stop it. People don't try to stop things that they're not insecure about. Very much so. And so as a result, you got to get excited because whatever those people take from you mm-hmm. out of their own insecurity and immaturity, that that means that God is bringing double to you. Yeah. So I get excited. I rejoice. Yeah. The Bible says don't call, don't call it strange when mm-hmm. you fall into trials and tribulations when mm-hmm. things begin to. It's not strange. At That's all. the trick of the enemy. Same old trick. Mm-hmm. Same dog, different day. Yep. Same old trick. Nothing has changed. So just, I mean, just find some kind of peace. Live in your future. Think about what's getting ready to come. Think Mm -hmm. about everything that they took and think about having double of that. Yeah. So if the money that they stole from the business account was Mm. $2,500, $5,000 is coming. That's right. That's right. You understand? If, If the, um, you know, if the contract, if they manipulated the contract and took something from you, Double is coming. Double is coming. There's double coming to you, ladies and gentlemen. So you got to get excited about that. First Peter, and I'll turn this to my husband. First Peter 5 and 10 says, after you have suffered mm. for a little while. A little while. You lost. Yeah. You got to wait yeah. before you get double in restoration. It's that waiting. It's the suffering. After you have suffered for a little while, mm. the God of all grace, who imparts his blessing and favor, mm. who called you to his own eternal glory in Christ, will himself. Hmm. Complete, complete, confirm, confirm, strengthen, strengthen, and establish you. Yeah, making what you ought to be. Oh, that's a word right there. After you have suffered a little while, so hmm. suffering is necessary for you to get to the next season. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of grace who mm. imparts his blessings in favor, mm. who who called you out of his own eternal glory wow. in Christ, will himself complete, complete. Confirm. Confirm. Strengthen. Strengthen you. And establish you. Establish you. Making you what you ought to be. Wow. I don't know about you, Mm. but I'm being restored. You cannot become who you ought to be until you suffered, listen to the text, a little while. Why, Jared? I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Listen. Nor his seed begging for bread. (laughs) If I've got to beg for it, it ain't from him. Oh, come God on bless now. you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams. Go share this message with someone and tell them I'm being restored. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on today. Make sure you like the page, When Dreams Collide. Uh, join the group as well. Follow us on Instagram, yes. When Dreams Collide. You can get this moment audio version when you want it on SoundCloud, iTunes as mm-hmm. well. The video is also going to be on YouTube as well as our website for Motivational Moment On Demand where you can visit whendreamscollide.com. Subscribe while you're there, guys, to stay connected. We've got some exciting things that we're going to be continuing to do. We just had our Purpose Masterclass this week. It was powerful. We're still getting feedback on that. So there's just so much more to come, and we appreciate you guys joining us every day. Thank you for sharing, and we will see you guys. Tomorrow. (laughs) 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. Go share this message with someone you care about. Thanks so much. Love you guys. God bless.